Hi, my name is Laura Camacho, and I'm the CEO and founder of Mixonian Institute. That's a coaching and training firm dedicated to making the work world a better place through better conversations, more interesting and compelling conversations. Welcome to the Mixonian Institute podcast called Critical Conversations. Three tips to craft a compelling data story, also known as a CDS. Oh, data, how do I love thee? Let me count the ways. Actually, our relationship with data, especially big data, reminds me of Count Vronsky and Anna Karenina. Like the tormented relationship between Vronsky and Anna, the love affair between business and data doesn't always end well. For all the talk of, quote, data-driven decisions, end quote, having data is not the same as presenting an accurate and compelling narrative from that data. Just because you can collect the numbers doesn't mean anything in itself. Numbers or data can't explain anything without a story. Your lovely data may hold tremendous potential value, but no real value until or unless insights are translated into actions and outcomes. Throwing down a report full of pie charts from your dashboard is not much different from reciting off a list of dehydrated statistics. The point of transforming data into a story is not to compete with Lemony Snicket in the young adult fiction category. It's not about becoming a YouTube storyteller with a bazillion views. The point is using your data to tell a compelling story that influences people. We relate to stories. We remember stories. We forget PowerPoints, especially those filled with data, no matter how accurate they are. The trouble with compelling database stories is that they don't create themselves. Good storytelling is not usually included in a technical training program. In fact, technical professionals often labor under the false assumption that people only need clear data points to make rational decisions. A dirty secret that's not even true for them if they're honest about it. Decisions are made at the emotional level and justified at the rational level. People who sell already know this. Research from professor at USC and at Southern California, not South Carolina, Antonio Damasio found that patients who had had brain damage in an area that helps process emotions that's called the prefrontal cortex, struggled to make basic decisions when choosing among alternatives. Even simple decisions like where to eat or when to schedule an appointment turned into lengthy cost-benefit debates for them. Turns out these patients' decision-making skills were damaged by the lack of emotional judgment. Emotion helps our brain navigate the many alternatives to make a decision. When transforming your insights into a data story, your data needs to somehow connect to the influential emotional part of the brain. When a person is absorbed in a story, more areas of their brain are stimulated compared to when they're listening to a list of facts or statistics. The difference is how does your audience relate to your data story in terms of memorability, persuasion, and engagement? Here are three tips for crafting a compelling data story, or CDS. Number one, remember your audience, please. What do they know about your topic or industry, and how much do they care? Audiences tend to fall into these categories I'm about to explain, 
but they all want to know one thing. What's in it for me? WIIFM is their preferred station. The newbie is the audience that doesn't know about your topic. It's their first exposure and it's a great opportunity to win them over to your cause. Attitudes may be completely open or not. Then there's the regular Joe or Josepha. The Joe is aware of the topic and probably interested in an overview and major themes as they relate to their own work. Immediate boss probably wants in-depth, actionable understanding of the intricacies and interrelationships with access to more detail. C-suite, you know they are very busy and only have time for significance and conclusions of your weighted probabilities. Finally, you have the subject matter experts, the SMEs, who may also be regular Joes who are SMEs. They know about your topic, though. They want details and explorations. The stories may not be as important, and in any case, you're not going to tell them the same story you would tell a newbie. So, before you decide what to present, consider what is appropriate for your purpose for this specific audience. I'm going to give the example of an art dealer because nobody needs a painting, really. A good art dealer talks about the same painting differently depending on the prospect. She may emphasize to one the investment value, or to another the decorative impact, or to another person she may talk about the collectors and what kind of awesome people they are, the ones who are fans of this artist. Number two, details are darling. If you found a way to move results from point A to point B, bravo, but don't just say that. What gave you the idea? What were you thinking at the time? How did people react when you first suggested the change? What did people say? How were you feeling? We want to know the scoop. Inquiring minds want to know. Again, the art gallery. Go into any good art gallery and you'll hear detailed stories about why the artist chose this subject and what kind of paint and the size of the canvas and what inspires him or her and so forth. So whether it's concerning how long a patient stays in the hospital or why one painting is more attractive than another, the details of the stories lead to action. Number three, Show, don't tell. Take this line from Tolstoy. He stepped down, trying not to look at her as if she were the sun. Yet he saw her like the sun without even looking. Of course, that's from Anna Karenina. Wowza. Now don't feel inadequate and don't just say things. Share your point through an example or comparison. If you can craft statements like Tolstoy's, then you're clearly ahead of the storytelling game. But if not, just ask yourself, is there a better way to get this point across? Is there a way to show what is going on? In the above quotation, Tolstoy is showing, not telling. He could have written, he thought she was really hot, in whatever way 19th century Russians of his social class would say that. But... In that case, we would not be reading his stories more than a hundred years later. How can you make your compelling data story so clear and so visual that your audience can see it? Thank you 
There's more conversation goodness at the website. That's www.mixonian.com. Mixonian is spelled M-I-X-O-N-I-A-N. Have a good one. Until the next time. Goodbye.